Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Like, say I want to see what you're doing and who you're hanging with, and you're not posting about it on your story. I can just stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's weird. You do that? No, I don't do that. I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages and keep it between friends, and then use that money to buy something at a store with Apple Pay. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Maybe. Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank, member FDIC. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stefan Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And we are back with another happy hour. Yes, we're still in limbo. We haven't started our Sex in the City viewing yet, but we will be coming back to season three. And honestly, there's a lot to talk about uh, and just like that. So I'm wondering if we need to take a pause to revisit that show. Uh, yes. Maybe. I'm, yes. yes. I feel like we need to do season three first before we come back to that, but we're so outdated that way because season three does incorporate a big character. I feel like I just Does gave everything start away. start with an A? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yes, I think. Okay, because I got a lot of questions. I got a lot of, uh-huh. yeah. But I feel like we need to introduce that certain character <clears throat> before mm-hmm. we talk about this new revamp. But all that to say is we're coming back, I swear to God. But right now mm-hmm. we're just in a bit of a limbo because there's a lot of stuff happening. As you know, we, we released a book. Uh Dragon Con is happening, and if you don't know, Annie's been preparing all year for this. <laughs> so yes. it's a thing. It's a yep. thing. And then my birthday's coming up where I decided I'm going on a trip. Um, and then Annie is going to go see or go to Universal for the Last of Us Halloween themed haunted theme park. Is that what it is? Did I say it right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. All the things. It's, so we yeah. got a lot of plans. When it I, comes uh, to like fall and the, and the holidays, it's heavy duty. Yes. It's heavy this, duty. So yeah. we're doing a small hiatus. We'll be back before all of that stuff happens, I promise, with the Sex in <laughs> the City. But just giving you a heads up about all the schedules. And that doesn't include our producers and, and executive producers, their stuff, because I'm sure they've got tons of stuff as well. Mm-hmm. And they should, because everybody needs a break. Mm-hmm. But yes, we are today uh, coming back with a happy hour with, uh, I've decided I'm going to do my uh, wine session, Amy. Ah, okay. But before we start... 
We are drinking, obviously. So if you are drinking, but if you are doing it, whatever you're doing, we always say be responsible, be uh, kind to others as well as yourself and know your limits. So follow those things and we're all good at this very point in time. Whatever we're talking about, we are not necessarily being sponsored by them. Things do change. Who knows? Maybe someone loves us to give us drinks. Who knows? Uh, but right now, that's not the case. So with all of those things in, in place, Annie, what are you drinking? I'm drinking uh, some concoction Ooh. that uh, my friend, I, I, my last wine, uh, I mentioned that I had a surprise party that kind of went awry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, well, they brought all of these. Oh, gosh, that's not actually where they came from. They're older than that. So it was oh. before that. But anyway, there's like uh, drinks in a tube. And I put one in there. Uh, in a tube. <laughs> yes. I didn't even look at the flavor. Uh, it tastes like strawberries and peaches. That uh, is a concoction. <laughs> I was in a hurry. I thought it'd be fun. Mix it up a little bit. <laughs> and there she is completely sloshed. I'm just kidding. Oh, no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, well, that's delightful. I've, I love that that's the concoction. I don't think I could do that. My old self would be like, nah, that looks like a headache. So absolutely that's not. That's fair. Yeah. Um, but for me, I decided I'm also going to partake because today has been a stressful day, I feel like. Uh, but I'm drinking makgeolli, which is a Korean rice wine. Very low alcohol content, but it's a peach flavor. And oh. I really, really like it. I have a feeling if uh, native Korean listens, they'll be like, don't do flavored drinks. That's fair, but I am not native enough to care. So <laughs> I find it delightful. And I also bought the Magoli drinking bowls, which are like, Annie, I'll show you. Oh, they cool. just yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to be authentic and, and get this. So I'm real role playing with my ethnicity here. <laughs> well, <laughs> I it's, a very, it. it's, it's a very beautiful uh, bowl. Piece. Yeah. Thank you. Um, it, yeah, by the way, if you get those, do not put them in the dishwasher. Okay. Don't do it. But well, I don't uh, have a dishwasher, but all right. That's right. Uh, you also don't have McGully <laughs> right now, so you're fine. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Safe on both counts. <laughs> um, but today in my Bitch and Wine session, so we did have a whole radio tour. If you listen to our Feminist Around the World, you might have heard about our book um, and how we had a radio tour that same day. And we were very, very, very nervous. I was freaking out a little bit the night before, uh, trying to figure out what I wanted to do, practicing things. I think I texted you early morning. I was like, we need to get together. Like, I sent you six texts because I was freaking out. I apologize in advance. And I apologize now, <laughs> not in advance, <laughs> um, because I was like, we, we got to talk because I, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what this is. We got a sample from uh, our marketing people who are fabulous people who really were like reassuring to us because we all we were like, we don't know. We don't know if we want to do this because with the with the climate as we as it is, we don't know if it's going to be a kind interview. Are they going to attack us? Are they setting us up? Is this one of those gotcha type of things? If it's live, you know, we don't know. We're not, I'm not good at live. I'm not good, great at live. Um, for me, I get into into my head and I talk too fast. I trip over my words and then I forget what I just said. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am amazing. Y'all. So a lot of this was like really like, oh, my God, what do we do? So we got the sample of another interview and it was nice to hear. But I'm not going to lie. It made me a little more nervous mm-hmm. when I heard it. And I told you that I'm like, I can't listen to more than 
like because it was like an hour long, hour and a half long for some because it was a two hour thing, ten to twenty minute interviews with different people, and we had like five six radio shows that we called into nationally, so. I didn't know what to expect. You don't, you never know. And then because we are a intersectional feminist show and an intersectional feminist show with a book that has abortion, rape kits, queer uh, content, uh, civil rights stuff, everything that everybody is considered woke, essentially, um, which is now a negative word as uh, rebranded by the conservative people and leaders. So it's kind of one of those things like, what are we walking into? And I'm not the best at confrontation, but I do get mad. <laughs> you're, well, yeah, you're better at it than me. <laughs> but I think we both have our like strengths and weaknesses. Yes. In it. <laughs> and I will say y'all, and I bragged about it previously, Annie did a killer job. I was like, oh, damn. I, I, gleefully, they asked mostly about her content. Like we split up the <laughs> chapters and they kept picking one chapter and it was her chapter it was very telling (laughs) that I was like thank god and she was just so good and eloquent and I'm like I'm just gonna let her handle this interjecting here and there and moved on like other than them pointedly asking me things which I never several of the questions I never answered I realized that after the fact I was like I don't want to answer this question Mm -hmm. I don't know how to answer this question rather so I'm just gonna give a generic version (laughs) of what I think you're asking me yeah Yeah, I think we've talked about this before. It's a frustrating thing uh, when you have to sit down with your marketing team and say, look, I'm worried that because of the content we wrote, this is not a good fit. This is not going to work well. It's not going to go well. And we did get these great reassurances and and they, they are great legitimately. But there's just there was just a a couple of points in this whole process where I was like, okay, but you still aren't seeing right. You should read the book. Yeah, you <laughs> are absolutely not understanding what we're trying to say mm-hmm. and the questions that you're asking. Can I rant for a sec, please? Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. 
This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. So we had a review, which was a glowing review, but again, me being a negative Nancy as I am, I see some ne- something that's min- minutely negative, and I'm like, oh, they said this. <laughs> but one of the things that were said that our book is an elementary level. Like if you're, this says, if you're looking to find depth, in-depth ideals and like whatever about feminism and, and like a new twist, this might not be the book for you, but this is a great for young people essentially being introduced, which I was like, I get that, but I don't because definitely the conversation is like, if you want, here's a preview of our book. We do talk about uh, the rape kit backlog. And then we talk about uh, the Jane Collective and reproductive rights. And then we talk about um, several other things. I'm like, those are not things that we knew. That's not elementary <laughs> feminism. That is not things. We did add things like uh, the civil rights movement, but we put in people that people don't know purposefully because we think that those are the times that we can expand on that. And then we put in movements that people didn't know about or didn't know in depth about. And we did that on purpose. Or if there was a movement that was known, we talked about the people who weren't talked about. Like, that, you know, that's kind of the thing that we always do as a part of our show. Annie did an amazing portion of her nerdery with, like, fictional characters and why they're important and why they, we need better representation. So I wouldn't call any of that elementary. Unsurprisingly, when we were asked by mainly all men, so I think there was, like, six to eight interviews. All of them were men, two except for one show that was hosted by one woman, Amanda, in Seattle. She did an amazing job. Very lovely to talk to her. And then Lisa, who was a co-host of of a show in Chicago. And she was fantastic. Like, like they were, it looked like they were excited to talk to us. (laughs) And I will say, like, we didn't see everybody face-to-face, so I'm not saying that that's all, like, everybody ignored us or whatever, but they seemed to be really excited to talk about things. But every thing that we talked about when it came to the men, the only part of the book they really talked about was the sports chapter, which (laughs) was the Billie Jean King versus Billy Riggs uh, Battle of the Sexes, which we are very proud of because we think it needs to be talked about. We talked about women in sports and Annie did such a beautiful job. So I was very glad to talk about this. And I think it's such a like succinct chapter and very clear sexism. Like people really can't deny this. This was Mm -hmm. sexist. And that's the one chapter that almost all of them picked up on, and that was about it. And I was like, wow, okay, which is not bad. Outside of, why do you think feminism is where it is today? How come we're so far back? How do you think we can change? All of these things like, wow, you really did not read any of this book, (laughs) except for that. Yeah, well, yes. To be fair, (laughs) uh, we were warned... I mean, it's, I guess it's an open secret. People don't often read the book. Right, right. <laughs> so that's what's on the website is that in the civil rights chapter, but they went for this sports one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was it was 
it was co- I actually learned something from them because yeah. they all brought up the same thing. And I was like, oh, hey. <laughs> they did. It was, I will say that maybe also because I guess we essentially had boomers as a few of the interviewers because they were like, I was alive when this happened. And I remember yeah. our family did this. And I was like, oh, oh, OK. So when we talk about feminism, it really is to you, either it's women's rights, equality. They just want to not wear a bra. <laughs> Or they just want to work type of conversation. And right. that's that's the, that's the essence of feminism. Mm-hmm. Kind of interesting. Again, none of them were awful. Some of them were, again, uh, like all over the point. They're like, I'm not sure what you're asking. Are you asking us why we can't solve feminism? Why are we still talking about this? Like, is that the question? Are you being condescending? I can't, I can't tell. So, of course, I was like, I'm going to let Annie talk. And then I'm going to try to come behind her because I have no idea what he's asking me. And I'm already off point. Like... <laughs> Oh, that was funny. I no. was like, uh, <laughs> women about atomic, pay women more. <laughs> there was like atomic something. And then my mom really respect my mom. And my dad made sure to tell us we need to respect her. And I was like, is that what? I don't understand. Okay. All right. Cool, cool, cool. I will say we had one incident. And it was exactly from who I thought it would be. Like, if we had any incidents, I was like, I'm worried about this location. And I'm not going to put it on blast like that. But. I do want to tell y'all about it just because I'm very paranoid about what people will do to get clicks and to get listens. So I, I, I think it's, it's important because I'm afraid it's going to be something clickbaity, um, possibly because the way he framed the question, it was a he. The very last question we had in one of these interviews, I'm thinking he's going to ask something about, you know, where are we today in this kind of rights type of situation, which, by the way, no one talked about abortion. No one talked about reproductive rights in this conversation. One person, he asked a very great question about the backlog of rape kits. And I was like, whoa, yeah, yo. I was shocked. I was so excited by that. And I was like, yeah, let's talk about this. Go, Andy. Because, again, it was your chapter. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to talk. <laughs> so we had one amazing question, and he did a great job. Like, he was very personable. I felt like him and Seattle in the first call that we had, which were both women, were the most comfortable and understood what we were trying to do. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that was a beautiful thing. But mm-hmm. what this, this other dude, at the end of it, he was, like, asking... He's like, so I have to ask you this. And it's it's because he said it's got to be asked as if we didn't even talk about any of this. We talked about trans rights in general and how they are under attack and they need to be protected. We say that. Mm -hmm. He actually brings up TikTok star Dylan Mulvaney and (laughs) says and misgenders them, by the way, misgenders her so badly, pointedly, like the way he was saying her name, the way he was calling her pronouns. He was misgendering her on purpose and mm-hmm. say, you know, they make, Dolan makes you look bad, like women look bad. Mm-hmm. I, I have, I, I look at my wife and I don't think, she, uh, like she represents such something different. And I wouldn't, if I was a woman, I wouldn't want her taking up my space, essentially, mm-hmm. and being this mm-hmm. representation of women. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I got real angry. <laughs> <laughs> He also said, maybe I am a closeted feminist when he said that. Yes. I was like, uh. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> no, no, you're not. That is not a feminist. Like, <laughs> shut the up. So obviously he doesn't like feminism himself. So I still can't figure out why he wanted to interview us. Because except for that one question, he didn't really ask anything out of pocket. So I was kind of shocked when he started, did this. And so immediate reaction was, first of all, She's a woman. She's a transgender woman. So she's a woman. And we're going to respect her pronouns. Mm-hmm. 
That was the first thing. I felt like I was talking to a child, <laughs> which I was like, we're going to respect her pronouns, and she does go by she. She is a woman, and so we are going by that. Secondly, how? why would I try to point at her and say she's a representation of all women? Women are different. And my mm-hmm. point was, like, I'm very different from Annie. Our interests are very different. I wanted, like, I'm not going to call you out, but I'm like, our sexual preferences are f- different. So mm-hmm. I'm not really sure why I would you would compare us that way. And I even said, my mother and I are very different. Uh, we come from de- different worlds, and I don't want to be her either. And mm-hmm. I was like, and at one point I was like, you know, we are, we would be what would they, many would consider a sign of as female birth, which is still antiquated in its conversation. And I hate that mm-hmm. I had to point that out, but I know if I didn't say that to him, it wasn't going to get the point across in that, no, she is a woman. We respect her as a woman and we will always respect her as a woman. And there's no need to criticize her or say that she is because she's never called herself the representation of all women. So why? She's not hurting me. She's not in my space. Yeah. And in which, like, I got like that kind of ended and I was seething. Like, I really wanted to be like, what the f- is wrong with you? Well, I'm so glad you stepped in because... Uh, as you mentioned, uh, I well, I've mentioned it too. I don't hear very well. I can't see your face. Right. So you said this name, and for some reason, I, I was like racking my brain, like, oh my god. Oh yeah. If you didn't know, if you're not on TikTok, you wouldn't know who she is, really. And we we've, we've talked about her. So like when you said it, I was like, oh, oh yeah, 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 I got you. But I was like, the f- are we talking about? <laughs> that's what, that's oh legitimate. God. That's legitimate. I get that. <laughs> And he made it sound like, because for some reason, and I think I was mixing her up with someone who has a similar name, who is a there's boxer. A du- oh, there's also that dude who's an actor, Mulaney. Yes, think. yeah. But I think I've, it, it, for no reason at all, you know I'm bad at names. Right, right, right. Uh, for some reason, I thought it was this other guy, um, not a woman, another guy who like, because he said parades women around or something. Right, parades around as a like, woman. That's what he said. I think Sylvia Lamo's line. I, so I heard parades women around. So I, I think <laughs> you're right, but that's, I heard parades women around. And so I was like, oh, so you're mad at like booth babe culture or something like that. And then you said, it, I was like, oh yeah, okay, okay so wait, got it. I'm not wrong, but he no, did say no, Dylan Mulvaney, no, right? No, okay, no, now you're, I'm starting you're to question totally, myself. Okay. No, don't question yourself. <laughs> that would I'm so glad you said so it. much worse. No, I'm so glad you said it. You were totally, like, when you said <gasps> oh, it, I was like, okay. all the pieces. Okay. The no, processing. I'm now. I'm like, did I just cuss uh, this no. guy out for not, like, I didn't cuss, but, like, did no. I just blast this guy from misunderstanding a name? No, no. You, okay. no, you were you were totally right. Because that's what I need with my hearing yeah. is, like, I need the... The other the context. context. Yeah. So when you gave it to me, like everything he said, I was like, oh, yeah, he did. Okay, got you. But yeah, that it, it just felt like such a gotcha. Like, yeah, let me see what they say. And that is one of the biggest issues that is facing like inter- intersectional feminism, but like this kind of false feminism that we talk about right. a lot, usually white feminism, but like is that I think he was trying to get us to be like, oh, yeah, that's not a woman. Mm-mm. And I guarantee he didn't know I was Asian. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think any, because we didn't have our cameras on for all mm-hmm. any other things. And unless you get the copy of the book, typically you're not going to see our picture. And if you don't mm-hmm. look us up, my name sounds very white. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and at the end, <laughs> it was so condescending. 
Mm. <laughs> he was like, well, that was Annie and Samantha, who are very passionate. They don't back away from hard questions. Right, like that's <laughs> like the way he ended it. And I was like, oh, you're going to do something with this. You're going to do, because it wasn't, this one wasn't live. So it's taped. And I'm absolutely waiting to see, like, I'm like, I feel like I need to put this in, uh, like, for posterity's sake, just mm-hmm. be, just in case, like he tries to twist words mm-hmm. and saying things like "oh, we don't think she's a woman" or something, and which is absolutely false in every way. But mm-hmm. I'm like also very annoyed and angry. I'm like, you know nothing about our book if mm-hmm. that's what you think. If that's if you thought we were coming out on here to be a J.K. Rowling in any way, <laughs> like, and you did mm-hmm. not research, or if you came in here just to be antagonistic, then yeah, mm-hmm. you're gonna get a fight because I'm like. That, I have very, like, I, I don't say much. I'm not confrontational if I don't have to be, but I will be. Like, that, that's mm-hmm. me, the Libra. I'm like, I don't like it, but I'll do it, and then I'll do it mm-hmm. fiercely. But that was one of those moments of, like, yeah, you're a douchebag, <laughs> and I see what you're doing. Yeah. Like, let me tell my own tale just in case I have to back it up. <laughs> right, because then I came in after you spoke, and I was like, look, you just, I have no context for what you're saying. I don't know. <laughs> you know what you're... you're like. I agree. And by the way, this is like you pretty much was like, why does this hurt us? Yeah. <laughs> Women are not being replaced. That's not a thing. Yeah, but it was just such a. It's frustrating, and I know we're singing to the choir, and I especially know for like every intersection of marginalized people, we're singing to the choir. But it's just so frustrating when we have this conversation with our marketing team. Mm-hmm. And then this happened. This is what we were talking about. This is exactly right. it. Like, and by the way, if you, I'm sure no one listening to this is not, doesn't believe it. But if you don't believe that trans rights are under attack, it got brought up twice in this like number of interviews. Right. And small number of interviews. And we talk about it in the book for sure, but it's not one. I don't think it's in the chapter they read if they read no. anything. But they brought it up. They I think up. I make a mention because we have little excerpts in each of our chapters where the other kind of pops in. I make an excerpt about trans women and and just and just athletes in general who are making mm-hmm. history. Like we talk about black women and, and the black community who has made history mm-hmm. and who don't get enough credit in that. So like I, I, I make mention of it. And there's another like you put a part of it in um, the LGBTQ and I think I did too in that yes. one too like there's so many things that, like it wasn't a chapter though for sure right and and to be fair to the second mention I couldn't tell if it was like a positive or negative thing but they did ask <laughs> yeah that brought that got brought up like, again reproductive rights wasn't brought up at all. I'm the one who brought it up a couple of times, like, and they talk about why I was like the chapter I'm excited about, why this these, these chapters are different, and why we need to talk about it. But like, yeah, it, they stuck to one except trying to get the gotcha, which was odd. Yeah. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. 
With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. I know we talked about this in the um, feminist around the world, but it was, I get it. But it was interesting how many people were like, you know, feminism is a bad word. Why, why right. is that? And like, oh, well, let me go over it. But it, it it's just it just felt like this is the annoying thing about having a book like this. Right. <laughs> we can't just it has to be everyone's being careful about it. Everyone right. or trying to get a gotcha from it or right. something like that. It's like, why can't we just again, <laughs> as we talked about, like. Every time people have a turn in their life, again, this was me in college and being told what a feminist is and a person saying they're not a feminist. And this was 2001, 2002, so 20-something years ago, <laughs> 22 years ago. <laughs> and yet, we're still having this conversation. And then the one person, uh, one host who asked this, why haven't, it should have been, we should be so much further down the road as if it's our fault. And I'm like, bro, you're the one that's from the generation that really held back. So, what you tell me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and I was telling Samantha, like, we were panicking before this. Yeah. Um, and I was telling Samantha, like, all these conversations I've heard on the radio when I lift over to her house. And I was really concerned. And I do want to say, like, some of it was really good. Like, some of the questions were good. Some of the conversations were good. It was not all bad. But I just feel like there's so much of that sort of, yeah, yeah. gotcha. You've got to be... uh it's kind of superficial there. Right. Of, well, what's your book about? Women do this, right? <laughs> right. And then, and then we couldn't be, like, we couldn't in, in tell everything in trying to help talk about the basis of feminism, which is why we're like, there's a lot that's been happening in years and, and it's constant fights. So what do you want us to break down <laughs> exactly in three three minutes? Do you want us to talk about the book or do you want to talk about feminism? What is it? Because mm-hmm. it is one and the same. But again, at least the book is succinct. <laughs> we can give you exact <laughs> examples of what we're talking about <laughs> in different mm-hmm. like outlets. But yeah, I think the biggest thing is yeah, we have a lot of work to do. We have a lot of conversations. And unfortunately, in these conversations, people have to be ready. 
Yeah. If not, we get into these cyclical things of like, but why? But no, this is bad. Or the trivial uh, misogynistic take on what it is. And it's just, yeah, women want to be out of the kitchen. Okay, that's fine. Go make your money. Be happy to be single. And we're like, yes, we are happy to be single. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we got asked about like a Prince Charming. Yes. Uh, <laughs> when you didn't answer. So he asked us a couple of those questions and included the Prince Charming. And he didn't answer. So he he turns around and goes, so Samantha, tell me about this Prince Charming. There's nothing about that in the book. And I was like, you know what we talk about? Fictional women who are their own heroes. How about that? Or anti-heroes. It was a great answer. You're welcome. Because well, he like, asked is, it twice. That's what did. my mind. And you didn't get the answer. So he asked me directly <laughs> why you don't want to talk about Prince Charming. And I was like, we don't need it. Why would we need that? I should have been like, have you heard of Princess Leia? <laughs> well, that's why I was like, you know, we talk about women fictional talk, talk, carrying themselves, and that's what we care about. I think I told him a whole bunch of stuff. I think I talked about the Jane Collective doing it on yeah, their own. I think you, and yeah. then I finally came back to the question. I was like, but then the fictional portion, and this is the best we got ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess also, like, I mean, thank you, Samantha. I feel like we really we came in team. when the other was needed. You did a great um, job. <laughs> you did too. But also, yeah, if you happen to hear any of these things, uh, <sighs> we are not media trained. Um, it's just funny to say because our job is like, but media. we we have a script. Yes. And uh, it's you and I. <laughs> right. <laughs> not trying to get you. No. But also, yeah, it was very enlightening mm-hmm. in a lot of ways about the work that we've got to do. Sure. I think there needs to be one more women in radio. That's the other part to that. Yep, I agree. I was thinking <laughs> we should talk about that. I wonder. I wondered if we could get Amanda from Seattle on our show. Like, would you hey! want to talk more? <laughs> yeah. If we offer her a virtual cheese plate, like we kind of did in that interview, <laughs> then maybe. <laughs> well, those came into play. <laughs> you gotta. Sometimes you gotta have a virtual cheese plate, right? But yeah. uh, well, thank you for letting me whine about what today was. Again, a lot of it was uh, interesting and enjoyable to a certain degree, but a lot of it was very telling about what the industry still looks like today. Yep. Yep. Um, and just stressful. We had to get up early. We had to oh, early. So stressful. We had to be on. So early? you were so on. I was so quiet. You were so on. It was amazing. Y'all, I, if you do get a chance to listen to, to it, just hear Annie, like her on voice. I was like, well, damn, where did that come from? I was making jokes. She was. <laughs> wow. But that's part of the problem. I'll end it on this. But that's part of the problem is when you're worried about when you're like making jokes to someone and then they say something, you're like, oh, no, please don't clip this or make it sound like we're friends. Um, but yeah, you know, that's... Oh. We did it. We did it. We Look did at it. us. Look at us go. <laughs> well, cheers to that. Cheers. <laughs> yes, and cheers to you listeners. We always appreciate you. If you would like to contact us, you can, which by the way, we spoke very highly of you on these as we should, because you these are radio, awesome. This radio tour, 
You can email us at stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram and TikTok at Stuff I Never Told You. Uh, we also have a tea public store and we have a book uh, and an audiobook that you can get at stuffyoushouldreadbooks.com. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina, our executive producer, Maya, and our contributor, Joey. The best in the business. Yes. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I Never Told You is protection by iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.